man, I, I, I agree that kind of the ideal relationship selfishly, I mean, it's almost a very selfish mentality and I admit it, but like the best like relationship for an active adult entertainer, at least like for me in my mind would be somebody that I can work with that's yeah. supportive, that contributes yeah. and just makes my life a little bit easier, especially yeah. if he's a built in stunt cock. Yeah. I don't know if I could date somebody that like wouldn't have sex with me on my OnlyFans. Hey everyone, it's Laura and Romy, and you're listening to A Mouthful with Laura and Romy. So how do you feel about it? Would you be able to date another performer or another like sex worker, a male or female? It would need to be someone accepting of it, but not necessarily involved in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that goes without saying, right? Like I wouldn't want to be with someone who doesn't agree with it, who yeah. doesn't uh, support it, who doesn't see it as, you know... Uh, an option a viable option in today's world like if you can't grasp that then certainly no yeah. um i think it would be really it would have its challenges to date another performer or sex worker there are some human realities about the people that we are when we're partnered and we're in a relationship and mm -hmm. like i might say i'm the most confident i don't get jealous in fact i'd like to see you with somebody else and sure sometimes that's who i am mm -hmm. but i can't confirm that mm. any time in my life, I'm not gonna say at one point, I feel a little jealous. Jealousy is a normal human emotion. I hate right. when people act like they never feel that way. Right. And even adult performers can feel that way. It's a human thing. I think it transcends no matter what profession you're in. You yeah, know? and every porn couple I know has their own set of rules. Like they may not really admit it, you might have to like prod yeah. a little bit, but there's always certain things they won't do or that the other person's not comfortable with. Certain people, especially if you're dating within the industry, because yeah. people know each other, have before there's a no list and yes list kind of situation so even in the industry as much of a free-for-all and I know couples who's like oh, I love watching him fuck other women and I know girls who will send pictures of their pussies to their boyfriends after they just had sex with somebody else on set because their man is attracted to that right. but there's there's always something there even if it's like take a shower as soon as you get home before yeah. we touch and other people would be offended by that so I mean I wonder if porn couples are more communicative. Mm. I mean, successful porn couples, because that's where most people don't want to talk. If you want, if you have rules to lay out, yeah. you'll do it at the top of the discussion. Yeah, the top of the relationship, maybe. But like that touch base. Yeah, you have to as you evolve and try and grow with somebody. There needs to be a touch base. I would even say like a weekly fucking meeting. Yeah, check-ins. Like yeah. a <laughs> weekly debrief for couples where you're just like. This is where my head was at this week. Mm -hmm. This is what I need you to know. Yeah. Um, this is also what made me feel really good and really bad this week. Like, I think the more of that that we can do and maybe to once again reiterate what those rules are between mm -hmm. each other, I would think that that's essential. Oh, completely. I would think so. You know, like I think that that would be a way to do it. Mm -hmm. I wonder if porn people are having more of those conversations in their porn coupling because it involves their work. Yeah, I, I think there are different levels to the yeah. relationships in the industry. That's that's why it is very fascinating and I hate saying like definitives like oh it's better to date within without right. I've seen a crash and burn either way it depends on who you're dating and your connection and how much you support each other yeah. have you ever had somebody say to you that they couldn't date you because of your profession or publicly yeah I mean I remember when I was a go-go dancer which to me was just such entry-level you know uh, um, tease and tantalizing erotic work it mm -hmm. wasn't anything more than that to me it felt so basic because I wasn't taking clothing off I mean people were tipping me because I was wearing very little clothing mm -hmm. but um, I you know I've, I've, I remember dating a guy at the time who was a DJ and uh, 
he would DJ at the club I'd go-go at. And then suddenly it was, well, we have to be there on separate nights. Really? And I said, well, what is this about? And he was like, I just can't do it anymore. I just can't watch that. Watch you get naked for other people? Watch you receive that attention. Oh, he was jealous of the attention yeah, you yeah, receiving. Yeah. Yeah, so it wasn't like, even about you getting naked. No, but that to me, like, I'm like, thank you for telling me now. Yes. Because clearly look at how far it's progressed. You know what I mean? If I was yeah. still with that fucking guy, I'd probably be living a life of misery. We would mm. have all kinds of advanced psychological tortures for each other that oh we had God. just polished over the fucking years. Oh, that's um, the worst. But, but yeah, no, I've... I still fear it at all times mm. that someone isn't being straight with me, that what I do is something they're comfortable with. Really? It's it's not an easy first date conversation. Whether it's a friendship mm. or uh, an intimate relationship. Yeah. Even if it's a long-standing relationship, you know, even some, a relationship with a family member, mm. I still have this reoccurring dark cloud that will entrap me and say, I don't think that they really support you. Aww. I don't think that they really get this. In fact, it might bother them that you do this. I mean, it, it bothers more people than they care to admit the amount of people like, oh, I could date a porn star. Like, I'm cool. And then immediately they're like, I don't know if I could do it. I mean, I'd be really just how could you have sex with all those right, people? Right. Like, you know, you want to, though. What a dangerous thing it is to declare <laughs> to a sex worker that you're OK and you support what they do. They turn on you really and fast. And then, you know, like, look. The reality is opinions can evolve through experience. Very much so. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You see people change and adapt, and that's the person you're supposed to be in the relationship with. I get it. But coming out of the gate, mm. making a declaration, because it is a big one that yeah. you're okay with sex work, you have to really ask yourself, are you yeah. okay with sex work? Yeah. You need to understand that that's, you know, it's, it's going to be a reality, and it's going to affect, mm -hmm. you know, the intimacy you feel you have with your partner. Completely. Really what they're saying is, I'd really love to have sex with a porn star. Right. That's that's what they're saying. They don't. They're not thinking of like the the two parter, the three parter. Right. But really, they're not okay with other people having sex with their porn star. But it's like because they're yours now. This the whole claiming thing. People I'm, love to claim. If in relationships. there was like a little survey sheet that sex workers could provide to a potential partner and be like, these are the questions you need to ask yourself. Yeah. Now before we meet again, I want you to actually consider these. Yes. You know, like I. That's part of it is that it's not just a decision or an answer you can give someone so immediately. It's true. And it's almost unfair to like completely require that on either side. Like right. you shouldn't require me to change. I can't require you to change either. So we either have to find a happy medium or we're not right for each other. That's a big thing, too. When people talk about why, why aren't you dating? Why is it I'm like, well, it also has to be very specific kinds of people that I can date or otherwise it really is a waste of time or it's a hindrance on my job. Mm. And that's kind of not worth it. And it's it's not worth like sacrificing something that you've already built. Relationships are work. They are. And that's the thing. So it's like if you have to be ready for that compromise, is is it worth it? I mean, have you ever had somebody say that they couldn't date you because it might hurt their brand? Like, I know you've kind of had little celebrity run-ins. Not directly. Mm. No one said it directly. Mm. But... It's something I can pick up on. Sure, maybe I'm a crazy person. No, and maybe my paranoia gets the best of me. But seriously, you notice it. It's a mm. very obvious thing when someone's like not inviting you to something that you would invite your partner to. And yeah. if it is someone, yes, I've dated people in, in the public sphere, people that have notable names. Mm. And um, and you can see them looking to just 
skirt and skim past the unfortunate uh, moment that they would have to tell you, hey, you can't be a part of that because it's a part of my life and my publicity and mm. that, uh, unfortunately, these brands don't go together. Yeah, the paparazzi catches us. Right. We might get in trouble. Oh, that happened to like yeah. a, a famous like football player, I believe, and the porn, porn star Kiara Mia. Mm. They were photographs coming out of a restaurant and they were caught by TMZ yeah. and he had to do a whole fucking press like junket talking about of it. Of course, and this is why, you know, the discretion uh, that people, you know, have to consider when they go into a relationship or some kind of relationship with a, a sex worker of any mm. kind. Like, this is where that comes from because we're seeing it get received by the public as something that is shocking. Yeah. Something that is bad. Yeah. Bad. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's just, it's going to be presented as bad to see someone who is a public figure mm -hmm. associated with a sex worker. It's the whole stigma of like, oh, sex workers, that means they're not safe. That means they're dirty. They're fucking everybody. Uh, sex workers don't have real healthy relationships. They never have families or kids. And that's what I like to laugh at. I'm like, sorry, guys. I feel like that's another part yeah. of like the secret jerk off fantasy. I'm like, most of the chicks you're jerking off to have kids and are married and have boyfriends or girlfriends. So like they're just kind of being strategic for their own brands and shit. Yeah. But for the most part, the whole uh, like a bullshit stigma of like nobody loves a sex worker is also kind of bullshit because we get a lot of attention and a lot of people yeah. trying to date us just not always publicly yeah yeah i mean i i certainly try to interact mm. with supporters only yeah i don't know how easy it would be to start bringing in some of the alternate opinions they are there yes they are there and i do interact with a lot of them on a daily basis they're not my immediate circle mm -hmm. uh that wouldn't be good for my mental health of course um but uh they're they are out there mm -hmm. and i force myself to have interactions with them wow. even though it's unpleasant really? I, I just every once in a while i want to take the temperature Ooh, you know because it's very easy in. to be buried in the wonderland of a confident adult sexual person mm -hmm. like i i need to kind of check in on the other side of things every once in a while even though yeah. they make it very fucking clear completely but i mean fuck there's so many people in this world and so many different kinds yeah. of people i'm grateful for that i think that the social media world especially has opened up all these fucking doors and i don't really feel as judged and as stigmatized as before and i think we're really trying to work to bust down those walls and be like hey sorry we've been here we keep evolving people do love us yeah. we like people sometimes and you know what i, I as much of like a, a big loner single person as I love to be you know I like to be a little juggler of balls and men and women hey, yeah, hey. but like if you have a, a really good relationship and it's supportive you can really it, it can be a beautiful thing and really rise to different levels in the industry and really help each other out and there are some amazing relationships in sex work yeah we're gonna meet one today aren't we yeah we're gonna meet a couple today i've actually known these guys for a while yeah. this guy and girl uh yeah i've known uh this performer since like my first month in the business wow, that's a while right stone Seven ages years. right stone a little ages. bit i look like a whole different person I, right. I love to comment under our old photos that like oh my god who are these people identity theft is a crime get out of here and right. she's like what i'm like we have great injectables. It's okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not against it. Let's be real. No people, way. No like, way. I hate when people look at something and act like they don't see it. Like, no, there's this difference. Before, after. I love a good before and after, you guys. Uh, but they're we're really funny and really great. And they've actually been together before she got into the industry, which is... Oh, wow. Since they were teenagers, Laura. I can't imagine. Wow. I, 
it's been like over a decade long relationship. Okay, something's working right in regards to them checking in mm-hmm. and having those conversations. I need to know the secret yeah. to how the fuck this works for them because it's it sounds like a tall order. And he went from a civilian, like, yeah. and now he actually shows his dick on camera just for her, though. That's what I'm talking about. Your yeah. own built-in stunt cock. How great is that? Yeah, that's amazing. On your own time. That like, is amazing. <laughs> I can't wait to meet them. Let's talk to them. I'm excited. Let's, Let's go get a them. Mouthful, baby. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, Hello, my- everyone. Oh, I'm oh, so hi. sorry. Welcome back. We already hi. got excited. Yeah, Romy just came out of the gate like a firework. <laughs> hey, baby. Welcome back to A Mouthful hi. with Laura and Romy. And yes. we're here with some super special guests today. Yeah, let's uh, let us let them speak for themselves. We have Abigail Mack and Zach. Talk to <gasps> us. Hi. What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Who, like, are you? I am a person in this universe walking around okay. trying to get sunshine and eat cheeseburgers. Yeah. Oh, and a- you look fabulous doing it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's exactly. an existential question right there. I know, right? brought on a quarter like, who am I? This I is the whole know. episode. Go ahead. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's me, man. I'm just a person having fun, living life. I yeah. love these beautiful Creating people. Creating and collaborating. That's collaborating. what we do. Yes. yes. Weed is now legal in California, and this is the kind of fucking talk we get. I love it. Right? Yeah, like, hey, Let's man. Go Let's who go Who are we? Why are we? Why are we? That's the more important question. Honestly. Yeah. But we we kind of introed these guys already. Yeah, you're, you're a very rare, special, beautiful, incredible duo, that being... Oh. A successful couple in the adult industry. And there's so much like stigma and stories about that. Like, oh, like there's no love and good relationships. Nobody loves a sex worker. You guys can't work together. Like who could mm-hmm. accept each other? How you can't like be in a brand and a business together. Mm-hmm. Like and there really are so many levels of that in entertainment. And I feel like you guys are an amazing example of that, of people who have been together and supportive of each other. Even before the industry, you guys have been a couple since before you got into porn, right? Yeah, so we were actually doing the math, and I thought that it was 11 years, and we figured out that this year is going to be our 13th year together. Wow. Yeah, so we met in uh, Eugene, Oregon. Mm -hmm. We both worked at the same restaurant. Kind of, I was in and out of school because I didn't really love going to school. Nothing that I went I felt passionate about. And uh, we met on that journey, Um, worked at the same restaurant, and we've been together ever since. Yeah. Things yeah. have changed since the restaurant. Just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, yeah, just a little right? bit. It's not yeah. just your regular evening rush of, of, of you know, diners coming in yeah. to get that, you know, blue plate, plate special. Right. Yeah. No more rushes at restaurants. Yeah. We but met just hanging out at farmer's markets. and. Aww. We still you know, have farmer's markets. Yeah, we still do that. So we a lot is the same, but a lot is different. A lot is the same. We're actually laying in bed uh, yesterday because we're cleaning and doing laundry and kind of doing everything around the house yesterday. And Zach opened the window to our bedroom. We're just kind of laying in bed, like chilling out for a second. I'm like... We used to do this in Oregon all the time. I had a little tiny room with the back door and we would just open the door and just like, look at the tree outside and just lay around. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so like nostalgic. It's like the same, but mm-hmm. in a different spot. I mean, this might be something huge to unpack, but I'm so curious. How do you even begin to make this journey into adult work as a couple, into you know, sex visible to more than just each other? Mm-hmm. Well, you How started by yourself for a while. Abigail mm-hmm. was shooting on her own for years before Zach really got involved. Yeah, well, um, we took it really, really slow. So, um, like I said, I didn't like what I was doing. I was in college, wasn't really passionate about anything. I 
hated waiting tables. Mm. It was the worst. Um, and I was actually on Craigslist, and I would do this very often. It's like, what is out there? I got to do something different. Um, kind of just scrolling through Craigslist, and this girl had a photo of her just in lingerie, and she's like, hey, I do webcam, looking for a girl to webcam with. And I was like, I'm going to answer this Craigslist ad. Um, why not meeting her and then doing webcam? And so I did webcam for... I don't know what a couple of years before we dove into the adult industry. Yeah, webcam, little photo shoots. Yeah. So I think that's it. It was really slow. And before that, she worked at an an adult store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Eugene. So <laughs> we did. were like loosely familiar with some adult industry. They had an arcade stuff. in the it basement. Was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Ooh, fun. That was yeah. an interesting little spot. So just we're, really slowly. We were really photo open. Shoots. Yeah, open to the sex industry where it's like. We don't care what you do. It's your own private life. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't bother us any. Um, so I think we were already open-minded, but I didn't know anything about the adult industry. And then, like he said, we were, I was doing, like, random modeling jobs and stuff like that. There was some online profile or something. Model Mayhem. Model, Mayhem. Model Mayhem. Oh, everybody yes, loves Model Mayhem. Yes, yes. Yeah. Come on. Yep, so I did that. And then someone found me, I think when I was webcamming, mm-hmm. Digital Desire did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, come down to L.A. And I was like, that's sketchy. <laughs> Someone's going to murder me. Like, absolutely no, sure. not. Um, and then I actually was asking my friend that I was webcamming with at the time. And she had come to L.A. to shot with Twisties and shot with Holly Randall. And she's like, oh, actually, they're a real company. And I looked them up. And so I came to L.A. I'm like, this is amazing. California weather is amazing. Mm. And so we kind of had the discussion, like, what do you think? And the paycheck was amazing. What was that initial discussion like? (sighs) Do you remember? Just, I think, a lot of back and forth. Because, Mm -hmm. one, we loved the city of Portland. Yeah. So we loved where we were at. We loved our lifestyle. You know, farmer's markets, being in nature all the time. Mm -hmm. And we just kind of had this idea of what Los Angeles would be in our minds. And we just thought, oh, big city. It's kind of (laughs) scary, dirty, sketchy. We just didn't know all these unknowns. But... She was flying back and forth for a little while, coming down to do some like solo shoots. And she did a few girl, girl shoots. And it was kind of like, okay, you can keep flying down and staying in hotels or model houses and do it that way. Or we can really make a run at this. If this Mm -hmm. is something that you want to pursue, like we don't have anything holding us back. Mm -hmm. We don't have student loan debt. We're not, we don't own a house. We're not tied to anything. Mm -hmm. So now's the time. Yeah. We're young. Why not go on an adventure? Mm -hmm. At that time, did you predict that her career would advance to the level that it's at right now? I didn't know that any of this was possible. No, me neither. I didn't. I mean, we're talking 2013, Mm. 2012. Yeah, 2012, yep. Mm -hmm. The clip sites weren't a big deal yet. No. I mean, it was literally webcamming in a very basic way. Yeah. No Mm -hmm. features like there are now. No clip sites, so... If you're no doing only custom fans. videos, it was no. like recorded with your webcam mm-hmm. in the best way you could. With a separate on a microphone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All of that. So which is really echoey. Yeah. <laughs> no, at the time I didn't I didn't know any I didn't know that there were award shows yeah. in oh, wow. the adult Anything industry. Like that. When she told me she was going to her first one, I didn't even know that was a thing. What was that shit. So <laughs> she was dipping her toe in something completely new, unknown, and mm-hmm. exciting. Something you were comfortable with. What were you doing at this time? Working full time. I was working okay. for a local Italian restaurant nice. in the city. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. Ooh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really good. Yeah. 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 Kind of our mm-hmm. background, uh, restaurant industry, 
bars, things like that. Service. That's why yeah. you're so good at, you know, interaction and service. Well, weren't we all yeah. still in the service industry? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, my experience in the service industry made me such a great communicator. Yes. Get yes. right to the point. Yes. What do you need? Like, this is what I need. What are you having? Great. Excellent. Also, have a great day. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I personally so. loved waiting tables. I killed at it. Brunch was my <laughs> fucking arena. You know, yeah. I yeah. came in. What kind of toast do you have? You know, how do you like your eggs? What side uh, do you want? Let's go. Substitutions, no problem. Mm-hmm. It's an industry that made sense for us because we like to be active. Mm-hmm. And the idea of like going to an, an office or something and sitting down and like, here's your desk. Mm-hmm. And enjoy the next nine hours of your day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd lose my mind. Yeah. I'm too, yeah. too much energy. Yeah. I like to move around. I like and you could that. get your shift covered if you needed to. Yeah. You could yeah. kind of sure. take off work if you wanted to. Yeah. yeah. It's a very self-starter industry because... Yeah. In every restaurant, just like in every industry, like your motivation to work hard yeah. and be the best will dictate how much yes. money you make. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What 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 had to change about your intimacy as as a coupling, as a partnership? What had mm. to change about your intimacy? What that definition is between you mm-hmm. as Abigail started to you know pursue and do so well in the adult business. I think that everything, and this goes to relationships in general, mm. and kind of. This is where I think a lot of people outside of the adult industry can actually learn from some of us about relationships and communication mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's really the thing that had to change. So you can be in a relationship with somebody and never really know what's going on inside their mind mm. if you're not forced into certain conversations. Mm-hmm. But so this allowed us to actually confront things head on and allowed our openness and honesty to increase in a way that has blossomed into something beautiful and I would encourage everybody to really dive deeply with their partners into every kind of question that they can think of around intimacy and what that means for them sexuality expression Mm. uh, pleasure everything yeah because it's forced all these conversations did you guys have a very legit back and forth about this is okay this isn't okay I'm not that comfortable with this maybe not right now maybe later Mm -hmm. were there rules Um, are there yeah, I think, you know, the way that I took it, it was such a gradual thing that it went, hey, I'm going to do some solo stuff mm. in L.A. OK, fine. That that's fine. And then it went to I want to dive into girl, girl. And I remember we did have a sit down conversation where he asked me, he's like, are you more into girls? Is that something that you you want? Yeah. You know, is that something you prefer? And I mm. said, no, I want you. Mm. But I also want to do this he's like okay so I do remember sitting down and having that conversation like is that what you want sexually Mm. and I was like no this is just something I want to explore in the industry and something Mm. that I like doing so I remember going on to one of my first girl girl shoes I'm like this is great I can do this every day Um, so we did have those conversations and I did want to touch a little bit on the intimacy question that you asked Mm. Because I grew up in a very traditional family, um, so pretty much what I knew about relationships and about sex was you never cheat on your partner, mm-hmm. you know, um, always look to God or whatever, mm. and it, it was really stigmatized, and I was really unsure of what I wanted and mm. even what was okay in relationships because my parents didn't teach me, mm. um, everything I saw on TV didn't teach me, so until actually being with someone who is open, and we made a lot of mistakes along the way too, and we had a lot of conversations, but going, you know what, everything that everybody's telling us isn't what we want, Mm. and that's okay. Um, Let's just do us, and like he said, have a lot of communication and be open about it, and then just 
take it day by day. And yeah. so it was, I really learned a lot about myself because I didn't know that I could be in the industry and I could go have sex with other people mm. and then come home to someone that I love. Yeah. Like I never thought that would be accepted. Mm -hmm. um, but it turns out it is. Like you yeah. can find someone who is open with you and you can find your person that accepts you for who you are. Yeah. There are so many people who put everything on sex, yeah. mm. especially when it comes to their relationship and how the relationship is doing. Are you having enough sex? Are you having uh, the kind of sex that you want to be having? Mm -hmm. uh, there are people trying to survive cheating. You know, one spouse pursues something outside of the relationship, but they say, hey, you know what? I needed it. It was something that I needed to explore. I learned mm -hmm. this about me. Mm -hmm. Do we put too much on sex? Do we rely on sex to be the ultimate thermometer for how the relationship is doing? Mm. I think so, 100%. I'll yeah. you go. I think that we put too much pressure on one person being someone's eternal source of satisfaction. Thank mm -hmm. you. Agreed. I think that, yeah, sex is important like any part of life, like eating and sleeping and hygiene. Um, but it's this idea that, okay, I'm going to be in a relationship and I want to live my life with someone. And that, okay, that should be my only source of pleasure ever, mm. even though I have curiosities in my mind, I mm -hmm. have thoughts, I mm -hmm. feel like I can't talk about them because mm -hmm. then they're gonna be self-conscious and think that, oh, they don't satisfy me mm -hmm. or they need something else. So I think sex is important in a relationship, but I think that the openness and the honesty, so you talk about cheating and couples trying to survive mm -hmm. cheating. So let's talk about cheating. Why do people cheat? Mm -hmm. If there's something that they really want, if you're, if being in a relationship with somebody long-term is supposed to be somebody that you love mm -hmm. and that you trust. Yes. Why can't you have the conversation about being curious about something mm -hmm. and just be open and honest about it? Right. Yeah. And then decide from there how that fits into your relationship. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm really curious in, like for example, the way she started doing solo and girl-girl stuff. Mm. You know, if your partner comes to you and says, I'm really interested in women. I, I've never had a sexual experience with another woman, but I find them beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm really yeah. attracted to them. Why not have that conversation and say, okay, well, how do we do this in a way that is safe yeah. and healthy? And right. how can I support you as a partner? Yeah. This is how I feel about it. This is what I think. Mm -hmm. What does that evolve into down the road? Mm -hmm. You make it sound so simple. Yeah. You know, I mean. you, and, and, and it's wonderful. Like you two have seriously figured out a beautiful uh, exchange between each other and staying as connected as you are all the way to where we are today. Mm -hmm. Were know? there bumps in the road when yeah. you started doing other things? Like we were solo and girl, girl for a mm -hmm. while. Does the, the, the conversation change once uh, you were considering boy girl mm -hmm. or bigger different kinds of scenes is that is that a different conversation or I, was it all yeah I think it's all a conversation it's mm. all something you talk about beforehand yeah for sure and I remember you know going I don't know if I want to do boy girl and I bounced around it for a really long time I mean years literally years of just doing girl girl and um, I remember people approaching me, keeping, hey, when are you going to do Boy Girl for us? When are you going to do it? It was a Oh, so they were kind of pushing mm. you a little bit, though. Everybody was offering. Mm. We can do this for you. What do you want? Mm. You know, trying to say what fits for you. And I remember talking to Zach like, hey, you know, like it could really elevate my career. Um, it could really push me to, you know, bigger places that yeah. I want to go. Like I could stay girl, girl and have I had a great career, girl, girl, mm -hmm. and it was amazing. Or do you want to push it and go for superstardom? Mm -hmm. Like, as kind of was our conversation. And then it goes, well, what does that do to our personal life as well? Because not only are we romantic partners, we're business partners. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of two conversations that we had. And 
I remember talking about it. I remember going that day because at the time we didn't have a car. And I remember driving to my first boy-girl scene. I was crying because I didn't didn't know. know. On your way. Yeah, I remember getting in the car and started crying because I'm like, is this what I want? I'm not really sure. Not that I like didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. but I was scared what it might do to our relationship. Yeah, it's do you remember new. that? Yeah, hundred percent. I walked her to the car because mm-hmm. we had to. We used the zip car thing. So yeah, we could, like, yeah. Rent a car yes. for a little mm-hmm. bit. So yeah. yeah, we walked down the street together, going to it, and it was. I think both of us there was just anxiety or nervousness, mm-hmm. like anything for the first time. Mm-hmm. But we had communicated about it so regularly leading up to that that my concern with everything is always do you feel safe doing this is this what you want to do do you feel comfortable and making sure that she's always known along the way she doesn't have to do anything yeah and money doesn't have to be i was working full-time i've always been working Mm full-time like that wasn't the issue so if this is something that you want to do for you and your career Mm -hmm. I'll figure out how to support you in that and we'll learn from this experience and we'll grow together. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. that's always been my thought. Just you don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. No, but in in that time, right before she goes for the first boy girl scene, Mm -hmm. what is going through your head? I mean, you talked a little bit about her safety and all that, but did you discuss what it's going to be like now after this what what's demanded or needed of your relationship did you expect her to need to voice that she is partnered in real life i've never felt like she has to say anything publicly um yeah. that's always you know and and that's evolved over time as well because now i'm a lot more active like in her instagram mm-hmm. stories and things like that mm-hmm. um but at the time i wasn't sure because i was working full time like and there is that stigma out there mm-hmm. but what happens if i show up in something and then somebody sees my face that i work for mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. am i going to get fired mm-hmm. because i'm with somebody that's in the adult industry so i think there were a lot of thoughts like that and then i think what was going through my mind is probably everything that mm-hmm. some uh, that a partner could have going through their mind on a day when you know you're partner is leaving mm-hmm. to go have sex with somebody else yeah. for the first time in your relationship so i think everything was going through my mind no kidding. like what is this going to be like when she gets like what if she comes home and is like oh my gosh that's the most mind-blowing sex i've ever had <laughs> yeah he you know, was like, amazing yeah you never know or what if she's like or i'm also thinking because i think i had to work that day yeah. during mm-hmm. it so i'm also thinking like oh no like what if she gets to set and has a horrible experience oh, and yeah. like i'm far away and i'm at work and you know, I can't be there in that moment either. So yeah. I think everything was going through my mind. Yeah. Also at this at this time, Boy Girl was very different than it is now. Um, so I luckily stepped into a digital playground scenario where it wasn't very intense. Mm-hmm. But Boy Girl scenes were much more intense back then. Oh, we've discussed this on a different episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not wrong. Where, um, I remember him saying, like, tell him your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, tell him. Like, he didn't want me going into a space where... I felt uncomfortable and I didn't have the voice to like, hey, I'm not comfortable with that or whatever. He didn't want me to get hurt or, you know. Of course. And so like that was a really big thing too because all the things I was seeing, people were getting hit in the face. Mm -hmm. People, you know, were getting pretty much choked and all these things. And so I think that was like one of the biggest concerns going and doing that for the first time. Luckily, I didn't have any of those problems because Mm -hmm. I worked with a very big name in this industry and it was for a digital playground. So it was a little bit 
less. Yes. I don't know, not less, but not as intense as that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was also a big thing, too. And I remember coming home and he's like, how was your thing? I'm like, everything was great. I was cold the whole time. (laughs) I was in weird positions the whole time. It was nothing like, you know, a lot of people expect. Um, I even remember he's like, did you have an orgasm? I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. I was outside in the freezing cold for Mm -hmm. hours. Wow. You know, like. That's a joke about porn sex. They think that, like, we're not always having the best fucking time. So when a girl goes to set, she's really not, like, cheating because it's work. And if she's doing her job the right way, yeah, we can feel some great pleasure and maybe have an orgasm but most of the time we're balancing on two toes holding ourselves up flexing for the camera opening up so Mm -hmm. probably a very different sexual experience than at home and it was a different experience for me because in a lot of the girl girl work I was doing like we had a lot of beds and I worked a lot for like girlfriend films and stuff where it was really organic and you could really make people feel good Mm -hmm. and this was just a 180 (laughs) for me because I'm like I'm on um, like a brick platform in the freezing cold with 50 people around me watching and still hot. So what does that say about hours. straight porn? <laughs> <laughs> well, they did like a remake of Eyes Wide Shut. So oh yeah, like the mask uh, and yeah. all of that. Yeah. So, so I came home that. and I'm like. Ah. I hurt. Right. Like, I'm exhausted. My hip hurts. Like, <laughs> Run me a bath, babe. I'm exhausted. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. You guys mm-hmm. mentioned uh, that you consider yourself business partners just as much as being partners' partners. When did that happen in her career that you guys really, like, we're going to do this together. We're going to really grow together. And did that help your relationship personally? Well, it's kind of always been together. Um, but I think recently, we like by shooting content and stuff has really brought us a lot closer together, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, from the business side, it's almost right off the bat, we both had weird roommate situations <laughs> when we met. And so we started living together really early on. Really, out like of really necessity, early. Probably yeah. like three months in. Wow. Or less. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, Millennial dating. Our, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. I don't know, you, you trust somebody, you want to be around somebody. All of our bank accounts were together. Our oh, cell immediately. Phone plan, pretty quickly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it didn't take long. We were like, I don't know. I love you and want to be around you. And mm-hmm. do you feel the same? Okay, well, let's just do this the smartest way possible. Yeah. So the business side probably developed way before the adult side. Really? Because we started investing our money together pretty early when on. we were waiting tables, we, were, we had a yeah, jar at we home like where, savings account and then yeah. first investment account. Like so. how much money did you make? Put five or $10 in the jar and that's how we bought our first car because we did that. like a little savings, little jar in the kitchen. A cash savings. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's always wow. community yep. money, the growth together. Mm-hmm. But you got a little bit more involved in recent years. Like there was a point where you stopped doing uh, other uh, like civilian kind of work. Like you were working at like a health food store for a little mm-hmm. while. And then like kind of right after that, uh, you guys were more in business together. Like, you were helping manage Abigail's career. You were helping her shoot. You are helping edit, work together. And I always, like we're saying earlier, that I think those are some of the most intelligent, best relationships in the industry is the ones that are really working together and helping each other grow. And fuck, built-in stunt cock. No offense. Love you, Zach. But oh my God, you yeah. can use them at any time you want. Content. You don't have to call nobody else. There's mm-hmm. less risk of other things and other people. Yeah. So when did that kind of start to change? Yeah. Gosh, probably... Well, you started your own business and then you sold it for me. Right. Tell them about that. Yeah. yeah, so I did that too. So after I left the health food thing, and it all kind of cor- correlated around probably 2014, 2015, because when you two did your first cam show together, hmm. we were still in the apartment yes. with a roommate. Yeah, I remember that. And that was like right as 
camming started to change and evolve a little bit mm -hmm. and then the clip sites oh started to expand ever go um I remember everything. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like yesterday and eight yeah. years ago. Yeah, wow. well, it was five years ago yeah. now. I think <laughs> so. Right around then, when we started to see the evolution of the industry, mm -hmm. and we started to see, okay, we see a path forward in the future where you're going to be the center of your business, not what companies are booking me mm -hmm. this week. Oh, I, I need to work for this company. I need to work for that person. Um, so as that change started to come around, and then of course, Instagram became a bigger deal right. with everything and social media in general. So all these things started to happen where you have all these opportunities, mm. but obviously you're only one person. There's yeah. only so much you can do. So as we started to see that, okay, as I can help you with things, if I can handle some little stuff, that allows you to be free to do all these other things. Mm. Oh, now content's a big deal. Mm. Okay, I can film the content for you. Let's get a camera, mm -hmm. let's get a mic. Let's learn about that. Mm -hmm. um, let's learn about video editing. Mm -hmm. So as I could take on these little things and then I started a business myself um, that allowed me to have more flexibility with my time, mm -hmm. um, that's when it really all started to come together. So probably 2015 and on mm -hmm. is when I became a lot more involved on that side of things. Now, now that you've, you've dipped a toe in, mm -hmm. you've fallen into the fold, yeah. Do you have any further aspirations for your own career in the adult industry? Ooh. I think Ooh. right now <laughs> the way that we're looking at things uh -huh. is, and we see the way things have blossomed, mm. I think that our focus is showing people the way. Mm. Um, as we've been able to learn everything that we have, being that, being that resource for people and putting things together so that they see what's possible and pulling more people forward mm -hmm. in that. And of course, I mean, we've probably had the most fun ever the last two years mm. with the content stuff that we've been able to do. We've been able to have new experiences in our relationship. Yeah. With our, other people. Yeah, yeah you guys have shot threesome together was on, on camera. <gasps> it was on camera? Yeah. That was your first? Yeah. <gasps> yep. When did you start yeah. showing your dick on camera? Because that's also another evolution. Yeah. Well, we didn't say it was his first anonymous yeah. dick yeah <laughs> yeah it was like the guy at the gym or something like that on snapchat yeah probably right? the last two and a half three, three years. years yeah just as it's like okay well we have a camera and we have these clips now we have a way to put the content out there mm -hmm. so okay like i can sit on the couch with socks on or i can be the <laughs> random guy at the gym or mm -hmm. you know whatever yeah. that can fit into that I had a contract with a, a city at that point, oh. so I couldn't yeah. show my face. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Um, no kidding. So just to be really careful. Yeah. So we were yeah, careful we're in that. Careful. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to. I wanted to. Can I share a little funny story? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, that you asked him, um, would you dive into like the adult industry? Mm. Because um, I have a friend who has used Zach as like a stunt cock before. Really? Yes. And. Um, Cause she asked me she's like would you be okay i'm like please use him he's <laughs> tested he's clean he's like very he's a gentleman you know and her husband came up to me and she's like what the fuck like we didn't know zach had that going on down there that, that's crazy he should be in that. the adult industry and i remember zach going he's like well if we keep our stuff exclusive we make more money that's true though he's so logical about everything so it's like 
well, why would I be in the adult industry giving this to other people when we can just keep it exclusive, keep mm-hmm. it ourselves, yeah. and we make more money? And we don't not only have that right now, but forever. Yeah, so it's it better just, business. It's better business, yeah. yeah. And I really saw the way that people, her fan base especially, has been so loyal mm-hmm. to her. And it's yeah. from the camming days, there's people that mm. are still around. They come to see her feature dance. They join her platforms. So they're connected to us already. They mm-hmm. know us from social media. So having... It actually allows like a really nice crossover between social media and what they see publicly, and then mm-hmm. they can also see intimacy between two people who actually right. like each other. Yeah. yeah, my highest request stuff. They're like, we just want to see you with Zach. Oh, like, uh, Zach it. has fans. Yes, I love people that. stopped him at AVN. Really? <laughs> yes, <gasps> he's popular. Well, once you get your dick out there, man, you're a part of this. What's What's your actual sex life like now that cameras have come in? Mm. That's another area where we had to have conversations and that continually evolves because of course right now there's such a rush for everybody, content, content, content. Mm -hmm. So there is those times where we have to say, okay, Mm. we're not gonna turn on a camera. Yeah. Love that. Let's just do something for us. Who makes that decision? We make it together. (laughs) Um, A lot of times I'll be like, hey, do you wanna shoot something, you know, um, for whatever, like a customer, whatever. And he's like, you know what? I just want to, he's like, I just want to feel you. I just want to be with you. I just want to have sex with you. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right, you know, because I'm always, he is too, like, so business-minded. Like, if we record this, we're going to make so much money on it. Yeah. You know, and, like, the hunger for that. But um, making sure we're keeping our personal and our business life separate, which we're still working on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, you have to work on that all the time. Um but just going, hey, like, let's just be together. Let's not turn on the camera. Yeah. And having those discussions, like, hey, you're exactly right. You're, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, let's just be with each other right now. It's mm-hmm. hard not to monetize sex if you can, though. Like, it is. man, like, sure. every time we have mm-hmm. sex, we can be making money. But at the same time, we could be a lot more intimate if we're not shooting right. it. 100%. Like, sometimes yeah. yes. you just want to have regular sex <laughs> and just man blanket, not man. care about yes. lighting dog. or... <laughs> You know what somebody else might see just actually what feels good yeah and you know what because you guys haven't stopped doing that i swear that's got to be the secret you have found a way to keep a private intimacy for each other mm-hmm. outside of just the cameras and what gets recorded for you know the fans the buyers whatever it might be mm-hmm. is this something that has its own challenges yeah i think so because scheduling is always different no kidding mm-hmm. you never know week to week like there could be a week where she's booked for four scenes in the week and then we've got a stack of custom videos mm-hmm. so like, okay you know what we just got to do what we got to do yeah and mm-hmm. get through it and that's okay you know we love each other We're cool we can go sit on the couch afterwards yeah and just you know watch the movies yeah know, I, on think Netflix th- I think the big secret is being best friends yeah like Aww. loving each other without the sex yeah you know like being like you're my favorite person. Aww. Like I love you, no matter what, no mm. matter if anything happens. Going like, yes, the sex is great, and I do think that's a huge part of the relationship. But having the best friend intimacy, where yeah. it's like, 
you are my family. Yeah. You know, it's like that situation holds us together. Yeah. Even like we don't really fight. We fought in the past, but we don't really fight anymore. We have discussions like adults. Mm-hmm. Um, even when we have really heavy discussions, it's like, okay, like we might be a little upset at each other, but the next morning I'm like, God, I'm so glad you're here. Like yeah, even yeah. if like that friendship holds us together. You guys are on the same team. Yeah. Like even in 100%. the business. And you, you guys would probably be together even without yeah. porn. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because we were. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you don't go to bed mm-hmm. angry, right? No. Yeah, because yeah, no. I mean, before we decided to come to LA, we were kind of at that crux of like, okay, we're both working very regularly. She was doing the cam thing, and that was growing and becoming pretty cool, and she was happy there. So we were having that discussion like, well, maybe we should just buy a condo or something. Yeah. Maybe we should, do we want to root ourselves here and have this be our life? Mm-hmm. Or do we want to go try something different? So I wanted the sunshine. Yeah, yeah. that was no a big kidding. factor. <laughs> right? It's hard to turn down like a living experience in LA. Who doesn't want to live in LA? And the fact that we right. have such like mm-hmm. creative jobs where all these different options. Who I mean, who can really live in LA, relaxed and free in their twenties and thirties on their own time, making right. good money? Mm-hmm. Like, what a great little situation. Yeah. Just yeah, salt the is. wound, okay? Yeah. I don't live here. I'm I sorry. I know salt she's trying wound. to get out here. It's fine. It's fine. Just can remind you, me. Can remind you tell me. us all your different businesses, though? Because you guys are in a lot more than just porn. Yeah, well, that's evolved too. <laughs> so yeah. we did own a vending machine company for years. We mm-hmm. sold it. Mm-hmm. Um, this past year, mm-hmm. 2019, um, we have some real estate going on. Um, and we have a few different partnerships. We have mm-hmm. a platform mm-hmm. that's coming really soon. Love. Um, we also have a, a physical house that we use as a shoot house. Oh, yeah, the shoot house. Too. That, um, and then our entire investment portfolio that we've been mm-hmm. kind of building since before the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Do you credit the industry for helping you guys be able to accomplish all of these things? A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. It was a big accelerator. Yes, mm. that's, a good, that's a good word for it. But I think we were already on the path. So, for example, mm-hmm. there's been a few. Like growing up, I didn't have a lot of money. Mm. So anytime money was tight in my family, we got rid of cable. It was <laughs> the first thing to go. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time growing up without having TV. Without, so it was never a big thing to me. So mm. when we got together and we were first started really working as a team, mm. We stayed very minimal. Yeah. Mm. We didn't have a car. We didn't have cable. Um, you saw our studio in West yeah. Hollywood. Yeah, our studio mm-hmm. in West Hollywood. I Even like in the Oregon, I mean, feet. we had internet connection so that she could webcam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that was it. And we spent our time working and at the library. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it really all came together, mm-hmm. like being out in nature. Mm-hmm. And spending time at the farmer's market. I love you sexy hippies. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's really hot. Actually, I have one for both of you. Uh, I'm going to start with Zach, though. Mm. How has Abigail changed from the person that you first met and mm. you first connected with where this love started? What's different? I think that she's more confident in herself and comfortable in herself, mm. uh, both sexually and just as a human just as an adult, Mm. uh, more comfortable voicing her opinions when she feels like things aren't the way they should be for Mm -hmm. for herself or for other people. Yeah. And that's been really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, I think those are really the big ones, just the confidence that's Mm -hmm. grown and and that mentality to also grow and want to make sure that everybody else is okay too. Mm -hmm. I love that. Abigail, what's changed about Zach? Um, what's changed about you? Since the you got a up. great jawline. Ooh, Damn, that jawline defined. came in. 
Those shoulders have broadened out now. <laughs> he like grew an inch. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, he got hotter. I don't know. Yeah. Men get older and they get hotter. Oh, it's, true. gosh. What a curse. Um, but I do think that the confidence, I think we've both grown in very similar ways. I think that you're more confident as well. I think that now if you see something that's, you know, a good investment or you see that's um, going to be good for our life, you go get it. Like you're very, he's a Libra. Mm. He just does it, mm. you know, very practical, very practical man. Um, I don't know. You've always been kind of the same. Aww. You haven't changed a whole lot. You've always been really true to yourself. Um, mm. But I definitely think that in our relationship, um, you've always been very open, but we're even more open now, you know, especially with the content stuff. But mm. um, yeah, not a whole lot has changed. Aww. No major personality developments, like someone suddenly got funnier or someone, you know, uh, uh, changed the way they pronounce a certain <laughs> word. None of that's happened. I got rid of orange. So orange. Nice. That's when yeah. we I say to orange now. Orange. Nice. Yeah. Um, nice. She taught me. I spent a lot of my childhood in West Virginia. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we recently found out that my mom does this as well. But Yeah, I made fun of her, too. <laughs> I grew up, probably until I was 22, I thought that the state was Illinois. Yeah. No, you didn't. That's, that's fine. <laughs> it's, I didn't know that it was Illinois. It's Illinois. Illinois. That, she taught me that. Tomato, tomato. Wow. Yeah. So, said Illinois. And just recently, last year, we heard my mom say it. Illinois. And I'm like, so, you're the reason. You're the I've reason. Said it my he entire says life. Illinois yeah. and Des Moines. Don't police my speech. No. Okay, I have like some of the little salacious questions. I want to know. Like, uh, has anybody ever slid in your DMs, Zach? Is there anybody like? You get some weird DMs. Yeah, yeah, I want to know like what's in your DMs. Yes. I get the ones that are like. Because they'll see on my Instagram that we're around people. Maybe we're with you or we're doing a photo shoot with somebody. Don't blame her. And yeah, it's I, I, like, I, anything. I get those like, oh, introduce me to this person. Yeah. I, I want to get into the industry. Tell me this. Yeah. Or I want to have sex with this girl. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get a lot of that. Mm. Um, Not like girls I get a lot of, in your DMs? I get a lot of males. Really? More men than women? Yeah, more DMs. men than women for sure. You had jawline, I told you. Uh -huh. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never had anybody like in the industry or anything. Really, you've never like, had it because I've heard of that from other couples, like mm -hmm. people sliding into each other's DMs, being like, "Hey," or like trying to book you without asking yeah. Abigail, like little kind of. But you know why? Like I think for so long when we came down here that I met everybody as a mm. friend first. Mm -hmm. So probably yeah. it's because my initial interaction with everybody was just, "Oh yeah, that's Zach. That's that's, that's Abigail's Zach. guy." Like. He's around. He helps us shoot content, mm -hmm. whatever. Because he was never really involved in the content. Yeah. You know, like he was with me, but mm -hmm. not with other people. And now we still are like pretty selective mm. of who we let in our circle yeah. to. Smart. Yeah. And even the ones that we have shot content with, they're people that we've known for years mm -hmm. already anyways. Mm -hmm. They're so friends. They're people we trust. It's not like trust. it was just like a one-time hookup Are there thing. people you wouldn't shoot content with? A hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, we don't shoot content, you know, with people. If I look at someone's Twitter and it's a lot of negativity and a mm. lot of battle, like we choose not to shoot with those people mm -hmm. because we just don't know where they are mentally, if mm. they need to work on their mental health or whatever. Mm. Um, we don't shoot people that we know are on a lot of drugs or alcohol mm. or that party a lot because we don't want to bring something in if they're out all night not using a condom or protection, mm -hmm. fooling around, bring that into our life. So we are selective because we care about our bodies, we care mm -hmm. about our health, and mm -hmm. yeah, so we're pretty selective. Yeah. 
No. I feel like it's like Smart. a filtering mechanism, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's everybody that's in the industry. Yeah. yeah. And then there's the people that she'll work with on set. <laughs> and then there's yeah. the people that we would allow in the private home. home. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, so, a funnel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Has anybody ever told you, Abigail, that your career would be better if you weren't in a relationship? Especially yes. really. Yeah. Um, I think that my first agent said that. Mm. Um, that I like oh, just like don't talk about it or whatever. They told me a lot of really bad information. They told me I need to get my tits bigger. They told me I needed to lose weight. They told me a lot of things like that. Um, but All the reasons that agents are irrelevant. Oh, yes. Oh my God, shit. we love that. <laughs> it's the theme of the entire podcast. Not yeah. season one, not season two, the mm -hmm. entire podcast. Yes. Content is king. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anybody telling me, I don't know if anybody straight out told me besides that I'm pretty sure my first agent did mm. besides that no um, I remember being on like webcam and stuff and becoming like really open like yeah I'm married like mm -hmm. you know and people like oh that's ridiculous I'm like why you're not gonna get with me anyway yeah mm -hmm. like <laughs> but why know? is that ridiculous why do people yeah. think being in a relationship as an adult entertainer mm -hmm. is ridiculous like that's kind of the whole point of this episode well, like they, why they, they mm -hmm. reveal you know where they stand on sex as ownership and and yeah. yes. that being the ultimate definition of whether or not mm -hmm. you're meant to be with a person mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah. and that's that's I think an unfortunate uh, curse that just is sickness mm -hmm. that lives in so much of the general population today yeah mm -hmm. I want to have fun with this for a second mm -hmm. and hopefully Let's we can laugh things. about this yes. you guys seem invincible let me say it your foundation dun, is dun, dun, solid dun. like it's inspiring as all hell you give hope to a lot of people that are like I don't know if we're going to survive this mm -hmm. you've been through a lot mm -hmm. you've accomplished a lot what's mm -hmm. the current challenge right now in the relationship Oh, I know what it is. Uh -oh. The current challenge is finding balance between um, work and real life. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's been the challenge for a long time. But we've really seen it um, currently because, like he said, we are trying to start this new platform. Mm. We have a house that we bought that we rent out. I still go on set not as often as I used to. And then with all the content, it's like every single day we could fill up for every waking hour that we're awake and we would be busy doing work. Mm -hmm. Like there's always something to do. So um, I remember looking at you in bed and just looking at you and being like, I miss you, Aww. you know, because every single day we wake up and we're work, 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 work. Even if it's not sex work, it's computer work mm -hmm. or he's doing the taxes or it's something. And I feel like the biggest thing now that we're trying to find a balance of, hey, who are we as a couple, as people, and just push work out? Like, how can we find <clears throat> that? Like, I know what it is, but to kind of put time into just who we are as a couple. Yeah, and also as individuals. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that's something you said is really interesting, the way that culture in general looks at relationships as ownership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a really big one. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like globally, we have a lot of challenges with relationships and there's a lot of cultural influence in mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we see, I mean, there's still arranged marriages going on yeah. in yeah. parts of the world. Mm -hmm. So we've never as a society been in a place where relationships are on an equal footing. Mm -hmm. And for so long, relationship have been ownership. But if there's one piece of advice I could give to anybody in a relationship ever, if you yeah. want your relationship to work over a long period of time, the only recipe is 
you have to be your own complete satisfied individual mm -hmm. with another person who is their own complete satisfied individual. Mm -hmm. There cannot be any expectation. It can't be, I need this person for that. Mm -hmm. I need this person for that. If you're not okay by yourself, you're not going to be okay in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that having that foundation, just our, our mindset, our curiosity and exploration in life, in this universe and what we are and mm -hmm. why we're here, just kind of always helps us stay in that mindset. Mm -hmm. But yeah, staying a healthy, balanced individual. And that's a process that's yeah. you work on every day. For sure. Because I wasn't my own person when we first met. Mm. You know, I had that thing where I thought, oh, you can only be with one person. Oh, like I had jealousy when we first met when I was 19, mm. you know, and talking about this and growing and evolving into who you actually are, not thinking, oh, my parents said this or this person mm -hmm. said this or my pastor said this or something is yeah. going, wait, what do I think? Yes. You know, and to find that that's taken me over a decade, wow. you know, sure. of work every single day. Go, wait, who am I? Yeah. You know, what do I want as a person? What do I like as a person? Who yeah. am I as a person? I don't know. Yeah. But you develop who you are and your relationship does get stronger because of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that changes. It changes all the time. Yeah. I'm not the same person I was two years ago. Yeah. I'm not the same person I was six months ago. Mm -hmm. You know, things change and people are like, oh, you've changed. Change is good. Yes. Change is a yeah. great thing. You should always be changing and evolving. Completely. There's, yeah, change is so good. It's, and people get afraid of it, mm -hmm. but when of you course, embrace it's it, the best. I think that's been the big thing for Evolution. us yeah. about moving so much and changing and being in job scenarios when we met and then we quit our jobs because we were rebellious hippies and mm, we were like, yeah. no, we don't work for a Fuck corporation, the right? blah, blah. No. And then realizing, now we don't have any money <laughs> and we're really broke. And yeah. so now we gotta pull our resources and come together and get our way, get mm -hmm. ourselves out of this hole. Mm -hmm. Uh, the difficulty really though is like to observe those changes in your partner and mm -hmm. in yourself and find a way to express them and communicate them because yeah. the other person is just going to have this, you know, uh, complex where they feel, are we growing apart yeah. because mm -hmm. you're changing? Mm. And again, I feel like that's where those scary conversations, right. you mm. have to have them. Mm -hmm. We've probably had more than a dozen conversations about whether or not we should stay together or we should go in separate ways. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Going back to the beginning of when we met each other and mm -hmm. we were hanging. I think that we've never been afraid to have scary conversations. Yeah. And that's what's made our connection so strong mm -hmm. yeah because and, and not being afraid to show someone else um your mental health even if you're not on your a game that day mm -hmm. like as a woman like i'm a crier and mm. to be able to lay down and cry and just spurt out your emotions not if they even involve zach but yeah. this is what i'm feeling mm. this is what i can't handle and him just taking it in and just experiencing my emotions as they happen like mm -hmm. to be so vulnerable with somebody yeah. and showing them everything like a yeah. lot of people think oh well someone's gonna judge me for saying this or I don't want to show them the real me it's just like just do it yeah you know just let them see the raw you and it could be really ugly even yeah. if you have angry thoughts yeah. or yeah. angry feelings or you're really really sad and you think it might be scary but to show them that yeah. so that you know who you actually are and that's okay yeah. it's you gonna know? come out at some point it of is course. everything comes yeah. out well, you need to know if somebody's mm -hmm. on your level and supports you and like will really 100%. be there through the hard times because like this is yeah. not an easy industry yeah. 
Like there's moments that life you, isn't easy. None of it is. <laughs> right. But yeah. I mean, especially as like a female in adult entertainment, mm-hmm. if you don't have that support system, that's why we see so many relationships fail or mm-hmm. so many women get taken advantage of. We were talking a little bit about it before, like uh, people turning on each other or like exposing everybody's content. Like, yeah. so there really is an important uh, factor and it's so rare and hard to find, but such a beautiful thing. If you can come home to somebody who supports what you do, is gonna be there for you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care if you don't want to shoot a scene the next day. Has mm-hmm. no bearing of their love and respect for you. That's insanely important for mm-hmm. an adult entertainer, I think. If you're yeah. going to be in a relationship. Just support. Just being supportive. Because mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. been in bed crying and going, like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is this the right decision? Have we made the right yeah. decision? What are we doing with it, with our life? And Zach just going, you want me to get you some water? Well, How about I run you a bath? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just throwing out the emotions, letting them be there, and then handling them, letting them process, and yeah. then moving on. Well, I, it just like it's such an incredibly common and popular opinion that guys, especially in the relationship, if they see their female partner, we're talking only you know boy girl dynamic here, mm-hmm. when they see their their female partner crumble into crying fits. So many goddamn guys feel ill-equipped on what the hell mm-hmm. to do in that mm-hmm. moment. They mm-hmm. go, I don't know what to do. It's a panic. You know, it's yeah. like the floods are out of control. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, this I would have to give a lot of credit to my mom um, because I was largely raised by my mom, my two sisters. She had multiple sisters. All of my cousins were females. Mm. So the female dynamic to me is not unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Um, but... So it never really felt like to me something that I had to learn because I watched my sisters grow up and go through all of their experiences, Mm -hmm. becoming teenagers, getting their period for the first time, Mm. all boyfriends, getting their hearts broken, they're crying and and vice versa and all of that. So I would just say kind of having that tight family dynamic with a lot of female influence Mm -hmm. never felt really that uncomfortable to me. And I know that at the end of the day, People just need to express things, and mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I have to go fix something or that I need to do anything. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. The same way when I express frustration or anxiety or stress about something. Yeah, it's not because I need her to do anything or different. Mm-hmm. I just w- want to get it out to somebody and then know that mm-hmm. she's there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that she cares. Yeah. How about we go make pancakes? Yeah, Aww. exactly. <laughs> Does he that's have those moments too? Yeah, of course. Um, so while I'm the kind of person that turns into like crying and going, oh, what's going on? He turns into more, I don't know, you're not an angry person, but frustration. Frustration is a really good word It's the for masculine it. version yeah. of yeah. crying. Yeah. Yeah. I start to shell up and go inside my head. He'll be really, really quiet oh. and then, or he'll just be frustrated. And for him, sometimes what he needs is just alone time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You should give your partner alone time if they need to process their feelings. Sometimes as women, we can go, what is wrong? Yeah. What can I do for you? Why aren't you talking to me? Right. What's going on? And then mm-hmm. we'll get angry. Well, why won't you talk to me? This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Did I do something wrong when it's something that they're dealing with internally yeah. because of something that happened with their day? So everybody needs something different. For me, I want you to be right there holding me while I cry and telling me everything's okay. Yeah. For him, it's like, hey, I'm going to give you a minute. You let me know when uh, you want to talk about it. So it's like knowing your partner's boundaries, I feel like is really key as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How people communicate. Everyone's different. There's that book with the, 
different love languages. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was a source to all of this. <laughs> I knew sense. there was one textbook that you guys read from. The library. Acts it all comes service. back to the library. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are there any industry industry specific kind of issues that pop up? Because I always see these kind of funny stories of even just something as basic of if you're shooting a big scene the next day, like oh, I might not be able to have sex with my boyfriend because I don't want to get sore and tired the next day. Mm-hmm. Is that ever like an issue, a thing? It is a thing. Um, I mean, there is times where we have an sex because I've had to do like a crazy scene. Or like I recently have dove into anal. Ooh. And so that's been a process, but it's kind of the opposite. It's like, mm. I need you to fuck me in the ass for a week yeah. because I have to do this big anal scene. Oh, I love that built-in so training. Save money on yeah. the butt plug. I get it. Yeah, yeah you know? so like for me, it's like sometimes I need him there if I'm going to do a crazy scene. Or I remember like... For my first DP, I'm like, I need something in my pussy. I need you to fuck me in the ass at the same time so I'm prepared for this. So um, he has been built in, yeah, for training. (laughs) And then, um, but as far as like boy-girl scenes, would you say that we've ever had to like... Only, I would say that the impact is usually like the opposite. Mm. Like, oh, she had three scenes in a row, like back to back to back. I need to give myself a break. I need a little break. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's totally fine. But that's where our relationship dynamic Mm. um, improves things as well. Like people get confused by relationships being open or not having boundaries, Mm -hmm. whatever, but that that can be a big positive for that as well. And then also knowing that no one's really dependent on any one person. Say Mm -hmm. that again. Say it louder. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly. Well, Abigail saying earlier, if he needs a minute, you're respecting the mm-hmm. independence of the other human you're in yeah. the relationship with, right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing that people fear they're going to lose when they get into a partnership is mm-hmm. their independence. Mm-hmm. And it's really that simple. Yeah. If he needs a minute, you he know, needs he needs to collect with the independent person that he is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, that's just, it's it should be such common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but maybe we needed yeah. to hear it from a successful couple. Comple- I mean, is there ever a lot? Do you ever, like, have this moment? Because you guys do pretty much everything together at this mm-hmm. point. You live together. You work yeah. together. You have businesses together. And you even shoot content together. Is yeah. there ever a moment where, like, dude, can you just, like, go away for, like, a couple hours? Or you need, like, space? Mm-hmm. Or are you guys just that connected? Is it just all good? Well, it is kind of um, we do get our space during the day Mm. a lot of times because he'll be on the computer and then I'll be shooting stuff. So, like, I actually won't see him for hours at a time. And then sometimes I'll be on set all day. Mm. So I'm on set for six hours. I'm like, oh, I just want to see you. Let's just eat something. Um, But I have, you know, told him before. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm having a hard time right now. I'm going to go into the room and have me time. Mm. And that's okay too. And he's done the same thing where he's like, I just need to be alone for a minute. Mm -hmm. And you need to be okay with your partner saying that to you. It's not a you thing. It's the need their space. It's not a rejection. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because I have thing where it's like, I don't want to hear noise. I don't want to hear anything. I want complete silence. I just need to be alone for a while. And Mm. I'll either go in the room or I also could take a really long shower Mm. you know and just have my little bit of me time but yes we do have times I feel like that's a bigger thing for her because if she's on set all day she's always around people Mm -hmm. whereas if she's gone and before like when I was taking care of the vending business if someone's renting the house Mm. I'm alone a lot Mm. So I get a lot of alone time. <laughs> and so for her, it's important to be able to create that because mm. her working experience is always around people. Mm. And so the only time she can get alone time is if she's actually at home by herself mm. and I'm doing something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of have to create that 
situation. Mm-hmm. And he's even talked to me before where I've like felt so overwhelmed because um, so much work is going on. I'm doing a million things and I have a million things to do where he'll be talking to me about something and I'll just look at him going like, listen, we're going to have to have mm. this conversation at another time because I have no idea what you're saying. Like I, I can't comprehend not in right now. Mm-hmm. anything that you're saying and I'm sorry I want to listen to you but we have to do it later mm-hmm. and like just communicate that with them yeah mm-hmm. and I have the space in my head sometimes at mental health break yeah so do you guys have specific I mean I'd lo- I mean I know it's such an open-ended question but people are so curious about porn relationships do you have any advice any tips as especially as a female performer in mm-hmm. dating in love in marriage you guys are married mm-hmm tips Mm. (laughs) it's a tricky world out there it is um i think we've been kind of talking about it this whole time but as a female performer having the communication being able to go home i'm so tired right now sometimes Mm. i'll come home i'm so hungry i'm desperate i need to eat something now Mm -hmm. what do you want to eat anything i will eat anything please Mm -hmm. i just need to eat something um just be real. Don't hold anything back. You know, just have the communication. I even tell him, like, I'm so sore. Every part of my body hurts right now. You know, it's like, okay, what can we do for that? And he'll hypervolt my entire body. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there's certain things where it's like, I just need to be me and just having that communication when you're not afraid. Because I think a lot of girls in this industry, women in this industry, are afraid to tell their male or female partners. Um, that their pussy is sore mm-hmm. because they think that they'll judge them or well, what were you doing on set mm-hmm. you know when it doesn't even have to be that way it's yeah. just like I'm sore this is sore this hurts and being able to communicate that with them so that you know exactly how you're feeling at all times mm-hmm. I think that's really important instead of going home oh no everything was fine even mm-hmm. if you had kind of like a rough day on set vaginas are very unpredictable <laughs> maybe it wasn't wet that day because you weren't into what you were doing mm-hmm. and you're just sore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you come home, I'm sore, you know? And he's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, mm. and let's watch a movie. You don't have to be this, like, sexual goddess all the time. Yeah, so you don't home. have to come home and open your legs to someone, and then you're having sex that you don't want to be doing, and they're feeling that. Mm. If you don't want to have sex with your partner, they're going to know. You can't fake that when you love somebody, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, tell them that you need the break and not just doing something because you feel like you have to. Mm. You know what, as we, I don't want to cut you off if you have a thought brewing in your mind, Zach. I just saw a very distant gaze. For a man, (laughs) what about a man? As a man dating a sex worker before and during. Mm -hmm. I think my advice to anybody in any relationship would be the same. Mm. You know, like, you have to work on yourselves individually. You have to be complete people. You can't have expectations. What do you say to a man who says, how can you date a porn star? How are you, or how are you married to a porn star? Mm Mm-hmm. How how do you date anybody if they're not honest with you? Mm. How do you date anybody if they can't express themselves completely? Mm. How do you maintain a relationship if you don't know that at any moment you could express whatever thought or feeling that you have Mm. and then have a conversation about it and not be judged or thought that you're weird or crazy or left? Yeah. I mean, I have more questions about people in those kind of relationships than I have about our relationship. Not everybody believes in monogamy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that people have to be honest, work on themselves, listen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Just listen. Mm -hmm. A lot of people listen to respond. 
they're just you can see the thoughts brewing that they're like they're ready to go when mm-hmm. doing it right talking. now yeah <laughs> it's hard it's hard not it to right now we have so much to ask you and we are we're literally wrapping up on this which is shocking she really taught not me the fair. value and the importance of silence uh, so like i grew up ooh. in a big family with a lot of people around there's always activity I didn't. always <laughs> so <laughs> when i was with, sometimes we would just sit like she said the back door in one of our early places open to the backyard and it was beautiful and we would just sit the sprinkler would go off mm. just, and initially that to me was like is everything okay mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're not talking you're not saying anything but then learning to just like, sit in that silence and mm. the ability to sit with somebody and be quiet yeah is, i love it's the quiet. really beautiful enjoy the simple things together unfortunately yeah. silence doesn't sound very good on a podcast yeah, yeah <laughs> we yeah, just yeah, sound yeah, like we sure. got cut yeah, off don't worry <laughs> that's why Rome, that's why Romy and i are doing doing our best at it <laughs> last question of the day what's the goal that you're both working towards in this relationship in particular everyone is constantly working on something mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. it um well i think our goal I mean, I feel like we hit our goal when we bought our house and we went in California. (laughs) More. (laughs) Um, But I think the goal to be 100% financially free and not depending on anyone but ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we're really close, I feel like, to this goal. Um, But, I mean, I am a person that wants certain things in my life. I want to be able to travel whenever I want mm-hmm. and I want to never think about money or anything like that I want it to all be very uh, convenient I guess so I feel like the goal is to just have more time together not mm-hmm. depending on other people for money and just to build our life together more we're mm-hmm. on the path already but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we definitely want a lot more travel, a lot oh, more creative yeah. space. Just to be in that, to live in that space yeah. where After we're just. After the coronavirus is not just, here. <laughs> we're yeah, talking about that. Creating. Everybody's canceling trips for a little bit. Like, smart. Yeah, yeah. Stay yeah. home. Shoot some content in your home for a little while. Hey, I yeah. mean, if there was ever a time to be an independent content creator. It's now. the best. Oh, so last of, last official question. <laughs> where it. can everybody find you guys online? We want your social medias. We want where they can spend money on you. OnlyFans, everything. You can find me on all social media, Ms. Abigail Mack. That's MS, Abigail Mack. And then you can find me on OnlyFans. If you just type in OnlyFans.com backslash Abigail Mack. And then I'm on all the clip sites and Pornhub as well. And your flashlight. And my flashlight. Go buy it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Yeah, no problem. See, that's also help. It's <laughs> business. Yeah. What that's else? what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. What about you, Zach? Uh, yeah, they're enchanted. Pretty they need simple. To know. Um, Instagram, just at Zachary J. Kurtz. Uh, Twitter is the same, Zachary J. Kurtz. Mm. That's it. I don't social media a whole lot. Mostly just <laughs> fun pictures mine. that I take. Oh, my gosh. Our cat has an Instagram now. It's called Zuli Loves Chicken. Go follow her. <laughs> did she tell cat. you to do that? She, she did. did. Yeah, 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 she did. She did. She's a hussy. Oh. You two are yeah. fabulous. And then very soon yeah. you'll be able to find her on Vibin. Oh, yeah, Ooh. on Vibin. Nice. We're excited. Soon to come. Nice. Soon to come. It'll yes. be out by the time this podcast is out, so check her out on yes. Vibin, everybody. Thank you guys so much, Thank Abigail you. Mack and Zach, for being with us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks Thank for having you. us. Thank oh. you. This has been A Mouthful with the one and only Laura Desiree and Romy Rice. Hope you enjoyed it. Wow.